the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Gary Berger as we share his talk, running a firm while getting a $113 million verdict. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Now to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Folks, an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. If your employer promises to pay you for all the time you physically work, they have to pay you. It's a basic tenet in America. Thank you. And if you don't, you're responsible for that harm. I represent 15,000 corrections officers in the state of Missouri. 4,000 of them today are working right now, and they don't get paid for all the time they work. They get paid on their shift when they're back in the prison, but they don't get paid going in or going out when they're walking among the worst of the worst. They go in, they go through security. They're checked. They can be strip searched. They go through an airlock. They confirm their identification with retina scans or thumbprints. They go through airlocks. They go back in the bowels of the prison and get buzzed through different gates. They're walking among killers. They get their keys and radio OC spray handcuffs. And then they get a shift briefing at the end to see what happened. And for none of this time are they getting paid. And the Missouri Department of Corrections requires this mandates it and refuses to pay them. And they've refused to pay for 30 years. In 2004, they calculated this time to be seven and a half million dollars a year. In 2004, they can't get rid of one pre or post shift activity, not one, because they're so essential. And you know what? This shift change time is when the shit goes down. I didn't say that to the jury. Is when everything goes down because these prisoners know that's when you take action. That's when contraband is exchanged. That's when murders happen. And that's when suicides happen. And that's going to be the undisputed evidence in this case. So that was part of what I said to this jury in 2018. And right now today, in about three hours, about two hours, these 4,000 people that, I'm, that I represent right now are not going to get paid when they leave their shift and when the new shift comes on at 3.30. So I litigated and tried this case. Got, I didn't get a $113 million verdict. I got $113,714,632,000 judgment and verdict 
because to the dollar, that's what my experts said the damages were, and the jury gave it to the dollar because they liked that case. So here's what I learned about, thank you, that, this is what, it's not about me, it's about these people, because this is what I learned about myself and my firm as I did this. And I'm, I have a, my lessons. I've wrote this speech years ago, or last night. So, right, so with trial lawyers, right, I do all my work the night before, right? So look, build a great team and a system not just for running your business, but for trying cases. Because if you're a trial lawyer, you got to do the systems for all this stuff, and that's great. But build a team for trying cases. you got to make money on the other cases and do other trials. Uh, but if you want to work on the big one. I have paralegals. I have teams of lawyers. I've trained them. They've tried cases with me. We know how to do it, and I do it all the time. Build a trial firm. And sometimes I work with other lawyers. A lot of times people send me cases, ask me to work with them. Sometimes for this case, I brought in another firm. I'm going to talk to you about that in a minute. But don't forget to build the great trial team because when you look on your oath on the wall, it doesn't say build a great system so you can make a lot of money. It says advocate for your clients and do your duty as a lawyer. And we, and I know no one here is going to forget that. All right. So build a system to try cases. You, you trial lawyers know how to do that. Next, take risks in your business. Take and try the big cases. I am only going to live once. My why is because I like to fight for the little guy against the bullies. I hate bullies. I hate big organizations that trample the rights of people. I equal the playing field. That's my why. I am the CEO of my firm. I have good systems. I have KPI charts that I do not follow as good as most of the people that give lectures about those systems, but I do it pretty good. You know, and been coming here makes me focus on my business more, which is why I do it. I know myself. So, you know, I, I follow the numbers to some point, and then I kind of just don't care because I like being a trial lawyer. I'm going to be a CEO a little bit of my firm, but I kind of want to be a trial lawyer. I'm not going to break it down like other people. I know myself. Take risks. Not only did I get the that high verdict that year, I also got an award, or my opponent got an award. I got the fifth best defense verdict against me that same year. I tried a medical malpractice case in this county, in St. Charles County. It was a suicide murder case, one of the a tough case to try. I've never been bawling my eyes out direct examining my witness. I tried a hell of a case. We lost the case nine to three. I met and am still friends with an amazing family and an amazing story. I am as much or more proud of my work in that case than in my big verdict case. It was an, it's an astounding story. I'm never going to tell that story. That's not going to be in the papers. But but that's you got to take the big cases. Sometimes you win them and sometimes you lose them. So you got to go and get ready for trial in cases and insist that your clients get paid the best they can for their injuries. Many times that's right up to trial or try the case. I took a break, went outside, settled a case for $110,000 in a case that's set for trial in two weeks. I had doctor's depots set up and all kinds of stuff. So we literally, and my, actually my, a great lawyer works for me, Mike Sheldon actually did all the work on that case. And so he and I were on a conference call. So there you go. That's my point. Take risks in your business. Try and take the big risks because that's the reward. When you look back on your career, that's what you're proud of. But run a kick-ass business. Don't forget that you got to run your business. Build systems. 
You got to do that case. You cannot do these cases unless you're making money and profitable and insist on full compensation for your clients on the other stuff. Try cases and all that. But and I did a great, one of my speeches I liked that I did, I, in the first Max Lawyer, I did 75 things I did in my first two years of my firm in 45 minutes. They replayed that on the podcast this year. That's where I go into my systems and what I've done. I do all the things, as the kids say. I got Google reviews, top SEO rankings in PI in Missouri and Illinois, biweekly newsletters, podcasts, books, hundreds of videos, that kind of stuff. I do that too. I market. I try to get cases. I try to do it as well as I can. I turn my energy towards that as much as I can. I have three lawyers who work for me now. I always have three to four. I always have seven to eight support staff. My firm is six years old, but I had another firm for 14 years before that. I track and measure stuff. To some extent, I'm not that good at it sometimes. I am good at it sometimes. I think I know what's important, but I can always improve there. It fits my skill set. I try to focus on crushing opponents in cases, and that's where I try to hone my talent. And I have great lawyers and staff that I work with. We push to get good results. But you got to keep everything else going. So the, you know, that's how do you do these cases and do this. You just got to do it all. Next lesson. Be funny and have fun. It's not all that serious. So I'm uh, below the table in a motion argument. I'm digging in my bag, my old trial bag for something. And the ju- we're trying to strike their experts. We struck their experts in the case. And the, uh, the, the judge goes, Mr. Burr, how much money are you asking for this case? And I, re- I remember, I look, I go, $95 million, Your Honor. And I look back down and she laughs and she turns to the other side. He's wanting that much money. You don't have your experts online ready to go. What are you people doing? And, and the other lawyer, they're, they're very fancy, smart lawyer. He's using all these analogies and all this crap and opening and stuff. And I'm taking him up, shoving him right up his rear the whole time. And at the end, he's talking about, you're going to shoot an arrow. I teach my kids to shoot an arrow. You missed the mark or bowling alley. And so in close, the entire jury erupts in laughter when I say, I'm here talking about wages for thousands of employees who are walking among murderers doing required activity, and you're not paying them, and you know it. And he's over here shooting arrows in a bowling alley. And the jury erupts in laughter. So have... I always try to be a little funny. I think I'm hilarious. My kids do not. Uh, And my staff, I think I'm hilarious. But anyway, but try to be funny because you know what? When you're dealing with powerful emotional things, you need to, as humans, we need to laugh at stuff. Black humor, dark humor. Sometimes you need to laugh at stuff too. And that's a human thing. Juries need to know to do that, that they can let that go and be human And I laugh at myself, too, like when I make a mistake or that kind of stuff. So be funny. Oh, so uh, here's the other. I thought this was hilarious. So uh, uh, and I walk around a lot when I talk, right, as we do. So my damage expert had calculated $100 million. Right before trial, they produced to me the retirement data. I've been litigating this case for eight effing years and for you. And and they won't give me that. So they give me this retirement data. So I give it to my expert, great economist. He calculates another $13 million in damages for all the people that are retired. And so my number's now 113. They're objecting, they got motions, blah, blah, blah. They didn't take it up. So they didn't take it up with the judge. What is the first thing I do in Dyer? Does anybody here have a problem? If I prove to you with the evidence required of me to award $113 million in damage in that case, they shit. Their faces were priceless. That number was the number throughout the case. There was never another number set until they crossed my expert at the end. That's there's, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of grounding. There's a lot of ideas behind talking about numbers in the beginning. I thought that I, I had more fun saying that. It was so funny. I was, I was laughing. So be funny. And have fun with it, too, because the weight of these cases and the pressure that we put on ourselves can be overwhelming. So you need to step back and laugh at yourself or whoever, or the, and especially the other side, right? Running your own practice can be scary, whether you're worried about where the next case will come from, feeling like you're losing control over your growing firm, or frustrated from being out of touch with everyone working under your license. The stress can be overwhelming. We will show you how to turn that fear into a driving force of clarity focus, stability, and confidence that eliminates the roller coaster of guilt-ridden second-guessing and mistake-making to get you off that hamster wheel for good. Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time is a step-by-step playbook that shows you how to identify what your firm needs and how to proactively get it at every stage of the game so you are prepped and excited for the inevitable growth that will follow. Name the lifestyle that you want and we'll show you how to become a Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time. Find out more by going to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash course. The next lesson, be gracious and honorable. Be a gracious and honorable lawyer. I give all my exhibits to the other side. I don't cheat or screw the other side, even if they're doing it to me most of the time. The other side would not, they gave me their exhibits, but they, they were going up and crossing my witnesses without giving me the exhibits and handing me stuff. I was asking her and she wouldn't do it. The jury, I had, I wasn't watching the jury, I had people watching the jury. The jury couldn't believe it. They were rolling their eyes at what jerks the other side were and, and how honorable and fair I was being with the other side. I always do that. The other side did an offer of proof on their expert. And this is the, he was a good honorable lawyer. I like him, the guy with the arrows in the bowling alley. He forgot to ask some questions because he wasn't a Missouri lawyer. So at the end of, he's, he's done with his offer of proof with his expert. He flew in from California. I went up to him and I whispered, you have to say that, do you hold these opinions to a reasonable degree of economic certainty? Because otherwise you're not going to make your burden of proof. And he didn't believe me at first, but then he turned around and did it to him. And he, and he established that. So those little, because I've screwed stuff up where I've had honorable lawyers on the other side help me and get my back. Cause that's not the playing field I like to play on. So I have my own code of honor and you kind of develop this as a trial lawyer. There's certain things you do and certain things you don't do. So think about that. Next lesson from this case that I apply in my life, have serenity, really, really surrender to the idea that you can only control what you can control. You can lose the entire case. You can get a defense verdict. You can lose it. I've lost big cases. I have. So it hurts, and it, but it hurts less as I get older because I try to develop that serenity in my life, and I work on that. When the jury goes into deliberation after I'm done closing, I am at my most relaxed ever in a case because I am done. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm done. And I just chill out and I relax in that seat and I savor that moment. I may lose it, I may win it, and then, and, and, but anyway. So that, that to me, it's, folk, it's trying to concentrate on what I can control and can't control, and that helps me. It helps with my stress. Then when you see the verdict, be open to the lessons from it. Acceptance is the answer to all of your problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. I can find no serenity until I accept that that person, place, thing, or situation is being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Acceptance is the answer to all your problems today. There you go. 
The other thing is I am totally biased. I drink the water. I believe in my case. Use focus groups. All right. Next lesson, how I work with, and I'm, you can tell this, the style of this uh, talk is just shotgun, give you information, give you my thoughts. I'm not going to pause a lot for dramatic effect or do this stuff or try to, you know, whatever, my, my other mechanisms of persuasion. I'm just trying to share with you some of my lessons. I got five more minutes of it. How I work with other people in firms. Pretty good. Eh. So I partnered with another firm in this case. It was a, it's a national class case. So I am weird in my brain, right? So I don't know if you guys have partnered with other firms. So I'm like, well, it was a great case. They helped me do the class action stuff, 15,000 member class. Managing it is a huge undertaking. Wait a minute. I know all that shit. I learned it all. I don't need them. What are you talking about? Why, why do I have them in that case? I email the class. I do all this stuff. I'm doing it to them, you know, handle it. I handle all their questions. And you know what? I got this verdict. But you know what? No, wait. They really helped me. They threw people in, good people. They're smart. They helped me brief stuff. All the motions eliminate. This is the most complex legal case you could imagine. I got a breach of contract case against a sovereign around immunity, around a host of Supreme Court precedent, but uh, bringing in the Fair Labor Standards Act to set guidelines in a labor contract. And I got class cert. I got expert issues. All kinds of stuff going back and forth. Oh, man. I have to split the fee. Now, wait a minute. We cut a pretty good deal. It's pretty, it's proportionate to the work. Man, I got a big verdict. I got to share a large fee. This sucks. But you know what? Wait a minute. We went to the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court and we briefed it. And they're brilliant writers along with me. And we have an amazing into in very smart team together. We were honed. We're dialed in. We're amazing uh, uh, briefing this case together. Thank God I didn't F up that relationship. Thank God they were here with me to take this case all the way. I have to share. I get to share. Success has a thousand masters. Failure has none. So now I get to go retry it in June. Thank God I didn't spurn or destroy those relationships. Those people are some of my best friends now. Truly, they are. I can, they're, they're great. They're great. They're amazing lawyers. But on the second day of trial, I made a mistake. I brought in this new team of lawyers, and we're going to go try this case. We go to Jefferson City. We go try this case. On the second day of trial, I call my paralegal, Casey. Casey, get your ass here right now. I need my trial team. Because I had built my trial team. I went to trial without them. So they all came there. Boom. I trialed it. She knows what she knows what exhibits to give to me before. She knows how to try cases with me. I've done a lot of cases with her. She knows how I work. She knows it. She knows how to keep track of experts. So I, I brought them in, and we were great. We were great. We were. Next lesson. Two minutes left. Cases happens and life happens. This is a long case, 12 years. My firm broke up and I started a new one. I negotiated with my many letters and battles with my ex-partner. I cut a deal giving him money in other cases for the fee in this. Without de- I don't want to go into details I don't need to. That was a great, I actually cut a brilliant deal. Wait a minute. I haven't collected a dime. Did I cut a shitty deal? I don't know. That's what contingency, that's the risk we live in, right? That's business. And unless you get serene with it and good with it, that can be tough. Case filed in 2012. I have a new firm. I have a new wife. I got a new kid, many new employees. Max Law was created since this case started. I do all this, do all this stuff and run a firm and do all the shit you do. 
Are you kidding me? That's not the half of it. That's only part of my life. I'm a dad. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a coach. I'm a cave diver. I'm a beekeeper. I'm a music fan. I'm a juggler. I do all kinds of shit. That's not part of my life. So not that's not bragging. Maybe it is. But the point of that is live life. Live your life. That's part, This is part of your life. That's one of the lessons I have. Now, of course, I'm segueing to humility and gratitude. This case for me is a constant study of my ego and my humility and my gratitude. All glory is fleeting. It really is true. Get out of your own way. Don't have that attitude. Think about all my clients, my class members. Oh, you got a big verdict, blah, blah, blah. You're the greatest. No, think about my class members. These are the hardest working people in Missouri. They call them the forgotten force, the biggest police force in the state of Missouri, the biggest. Those people are counting on this money to buy a house, to send a kid to school, to pay off debt. And justice delayed is justice denied. I I would imagine at least a thousand of them are dead now of my class. They're an older workforce. I get these emails all the time. My dad died, da-da-da, am I still part of the class? That's the reality of this case. That, That keeps me grounded. No one was more surprised than I at the verdict. I still do this. I don't have, I don't know, let me just read it. Maybe I lack confidence. I don't really think so. But I am trepidatious about a certain future. I've lost too many cases. Not, I've I've lost a handful, but I mean, you know, I don't want to jinx it because I don't know what I don't know. Maybe I missed something that's going to tank the case. Maybe there's a secret juror that wants to torpedo me. I have to, I have to, I have to have the wisdom to know the difference. I can't control the outcome. I can control the case I put on. I do my best to put the very best case that I can on style, tone, respect to the fact finder. I think trials are kind of magical and cool. Next lesson, and I'm going to skip one of them about the media and what I did with the media. You can read about it. Relax into your power and your legal ability. Relax into that. I'm proud of the novelty of the case. I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of the, I did every witness they put up, I did these blind crosses, meaning I I never knew what they were going to say. And I just scorched them one after another. I had them coming up every time. It doesn't take any time to do this. Did you time it? Yeah. When? Friday. You mean like three days ago, Freddie? Yeah. Did you have a stopwatch? No. I did this on, what did you do? Did you count one, 1,000, two, 1,000? Uh, uh, uh. The bullshit case that they try to put on, I was very proud of how I destroyed them. I don't, I don't want to tell you any other war stories about that, but I, but I but relax into your, I have this thing where I, I get nervous. I think I'm not going to do, it's not that I don't think I'm going to do well, but I really get nervous about how I'm going to do and stuff. And then I go take the depot or try the case and I'm going to go, shit, I'm good at what I do. But I still have that part of me. It's very interesting. I, I, I think that maybe that'll go away with time. I don't know. I think it, it makes me a good lawyer. So this case is like a book in life. Any imaginal twist and turn, it happened. Now I'm going to go retry it. Old judge gone, new judge. The Supreme Court said my sovereign immunity argument was correct. I had a contract. It was breached. The class was correct. Two of the seven things these guys do is compensable as a matter of law, and I'm supposed to go retry it on the rest of the five things and recalculate the damages. That's not a new trial. It sounds pretty good to me. So I'm going to go try to get more. Maybe, I'm trying it in June, maybe I'll be invited back to Max Law again and I'll tell you how it happened. This case is a constant lesson in ego and humility and gratitude. 
It's for me to be open up to the lessons. God would not give us traffic unless he wanted us to learn patience. Failures make us appreciate success and learn. The flower blooms when it is ready and it's up to me to fertilize my soil, hone my talent, look for sunshine, and try to be a kick-ass trial lawyer. It won't be every time, but that's okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.